Well, everybody, the time is 8.14. We're slowly but surely getting towards our magic hour of 8.15. Welcome to everybody who is joining us today. Um, Dr. Scott is serving at the National Baptist Congress um, in Jacksonville. He's a teacher and a member of the board there, and he's been to see and he looks forward to sharing with you on the next time that we can share for Quick 15. For today, we have the Reverend Minister Jeffrey. Yeah, y'all have shared with him before, and to be able to share with you all. I always count it a privilege uh, to be able to, to always share. And so we'll go ahead and um, go into our devotion. So I want to read a scripture for us today to kind of start off. And that scripture is 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, beginning at the 3rd through the 6th verse. And that is 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 6, and it reads, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. For pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments at every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedient when your obedience is fulfilled. It's a very interesting thing because we've heard it time and time again. We've all read this scripture before. We've had it, you know, into our churches, um, maybe even preached to us. But I wanted to kind of look at it really from a thought of a meditation for us, um, some words of encouragement. Um, oftentimes it's not used as that, but I want to use it as that tonight. I think the reason why God has kind of laid this on my heart is because we've been dealing with some very strange times. And when strange times like the times we are living in come, then often our thought processes and our our thoughts change. And we can find ourselves kind of being in moments where not only aren't we aren't sure, but we're being attacked on every side with our thoughts. Everything that we deal with always starts in the mind starts in our thoughts. Some of the things that we've seen going on in this country lately have all started in the mind before they ever get to the heart and before they ever come out. It all starts into the mind. I always think about it this way. When I was a kid and I used to watch scary movies, then when I went to bed at night, guess what happened? I had nightmares. You know why? because it creeped into my thoughts. It didn't take long for me to realize that I needed to avoid the nightmares 
I needed to stop watching scary movies before I went to bed because it overcame my thought life. And it was unhealthy thoughts which gained to unhealthy behaviors. And so Paul does something very interesting here because he says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. You know, I think about at the start of this pandemic, we know that depending upon the news station that you watch would depend upon what kind of facts that you would get. And so oftentimes when others would go against facts and only give you things that they knew or that they were just throwing out there, you're getting all this different stuff and all this stuff is coming about and ripping the country apart and all these other things. And I found myself in my thought process really feeling some type of way, thinking certain things, watching things on Facebook and social media and people all posting. Everybody was a doctor, just so you know. Everybody had a degree. Facebook degree is what they had. We call them Facebook doctors. And everybody had them. And I just found myself getting more angry and more frustrated the farther we got into this pandemic. And one day I read this scripture. And God laid it on my heart. It's because you have to change your thoughts. You have to change your thoughts. You have to change. You have to be able to grab down. He says grabbing down, casting down arguments and bringing every thought, not some thoughts, but every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And so what Paul is saying is that the things that come into our mind, are we really filtering these things out? Do we really have a filter on our minds, or do we just take all these things in? And so I thought about that, and the more I thought about it, I'm going to be honest with you all tonight, there's a lot of people that aren't friends of mine on social media anymore. There's a lot of them that I had to get rid of, be friends. As a matter of fact, one of the friends reached me out to yesterday, and was kind of upset about a post that's been sharing, and they said, have you gotten this post? I said, no, and I loved that, and I said, oh, my God, I can't believe that. And they said, oh, I, haven't, I don't know why you haven't gotten it. Everybody's sharing it. And I looked at my friends list, and I said, no, the reason I haven't got it is because people who share that type of hate, I defriended them during COVID because it was interrupting my thoughts, and it was taking over my thought process. And I found myself with unhealthy thoughts and behaviors. And so we have to be able to take the thoughts that come into our mind and bring them into captivity. We have to take these things, and Paul does it this way. He says, high, uh, high things. In other words, imagination, reasoning, your expressions, man's own purpose, the determination that we live by, what we bring. But he said exalts itself. But he says against the knowledge of God. In other words, what Paul says is the true knowledge that makes men and women humble themselves, the knowledge of God is what we need, bringing every thought. And he kind of breaks it down into three parts. We demolish what is opposed to Christ. We lead it into captivity, and then we bring it into the obedience of Christ. And as I kind of wrap this meditation up, I'm going to tell you something that y'all going to say I'm crazy by the time, um, by the time I get off, but, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you the way I think of it. Because one time I was asked to write this down, draw this down of what it looks like. And I'm going to tell you what I did. I would encourage you to do it the same way. Do your own. But I pictured a baseball a – ba- there's a pitcher who pitches the baseball, 
Then you have the batter. Then behind the batter is called a catcher. And so when I had to draw this out of what it looks like for Christ taking over those thoughts, the pitcher has the thought in his hand and throws it out. And before it can come to me, the pitcher runs, excuse me, the catcher runs around, grabs the thought, looks at it, and says, is this worth your time? Because if it's not, then we need to cast it down. And that's what I want you to start doing. When these thoughts come to your mind, you need to examine them. And if they're not of Christ, then you need to be able to cast it down. Thank you. 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 Stills and Butler family. Ricky. Regina Watkins. Harper's family. My aunt Paula. Roseboro family. Regina Watkins. family. family. Family Ministry. Robert Dillon. Pastor Scott family. Pastor Mouse family. Pastor Dummy family. Yes. 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 Family of Dot Spouse. Those who lost loved ones. Yes, ma'am. Definitely. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Mothers of murdered. Martha Hines and her family. They both are in the house. The members of St. Paul. Yes, amen. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All pastors. Yes, oh, no, dealing with a lot. Yeah. All visitors yeah. on this. Thank you, all right. Right. The Black family. The Highland family. Logan family. Caden Hill. Let us now turn um, let us take a, a moment just to meditate, just to get our thoughts together, to focus on God, focus on our thoughts, focus on bringing our thought life into the, the captivity and being able to cast down everything does not lift up or edify.
Dear Heavenly Father, God, we come before you right now. First of all, God, we come before you just to say thank you. Thank you for being the God of our life. God, we come before you thanking you for another opportunity to get this thing right. God, we just come before you thanking you for everything that you've done for us. For God, without you, we can do nothing. God, we come before you laying our concerns right now at this altar. God, for you've heard the names of the family members who have been called out, some who are grieving loss right now. God, for some whose names have been called who are dealing with sickness right now. God, for some who are just dealing with depression right now. God, some are dealing with hard times right now. But we know and we still believe that you're still a God who is able. Regardless of the situation, the circumstances that we face, we still know, trust, and believe that we serve a God who is still able. And because you are able, we already say thank you. God, we just ask that you would just allow us to be in your will, God. For those who are mourning right now, God, if you would just wrap them in your loving arms and let them know that you are with them even in the midnight hour, even when everyone else is gone, God, that you are still a very present help in the time of trouble. And so for that, God, we say thank you. Be with our church family, God. Be with our pastor right now. For though the world may seem to have tried to move on, this pandemic is still raging on. But regardless of the pandemic, we know that the God that we serve still sits on his throne. So we still say thank you, God, for each person that is represented on the call tonight, for each family that is represented on the call. God, if you would just go with them in their house. God, if you would just be with them. God, if you would just touch them in a mighty way. God, for you know all the needs and the concerns that are being raised, God, on the call tonight. Be with each person. Touch them in only the way that you can. And, God, we also want to say thank you for Sister Deborah. Thank you, God, for allowing her to always be available, God, and for always assisting to be here. Continue to bless and continue to touch her as well. It is in your son's name that we do pray and give thanks. Amen.
Love you, St. Paul. All right, love you all. Thank you. Thank you.